Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Bristler, he's on the fence and he leads the way. Here comes Mornington Glory. He's pegging him back quickly and he's taken the lead. Johnny Rock is coming fast, but Mornington Glory stoles a march. And Mornington Glory goes home to win from Johnny Rock at Bristler. He's then a trainer on the rise, Gavin Bedge. Could we keep on saying this, but geez, he's delivered the goods with Mornington Glory. He's done a wonderful job to get this horse basically out of his retirement paddock. Now back to winning races down the straight at Flemington. Gav, congratulations! Another big day for the stable. Yeah, thanks very much, Gareth. It was a it was a great day. So, what's the key? So, when you get a horse like this, what's the processes to make sure that you can get him right? What do you want to tick off? And you must have a, a really good rehabilitation program or a, um, some terrific people around you to help you make sure that these horses that have been tried before that you can get the best or get them back to their best. Yeah, look, I've got a, a great vet, um, great farrier, really good track work riders, and this horse was actually one that came to me. He was very sound. He had been lightly raced, well looked after. Obviously, everybody knows the the wraps that they, they had on him early doors, but apparently he was uh, pulling up post-race and showing signs of a heart arrhythmia, so um, Matt Laurie advised the owners that um, you know he's probably best off being retired, so... Um, they did that, and um, I purchased Charlemagne online from the ownership. And uh, when I went out to collect him, they asked me if I wanted to uh, have a go with uh, this horse at the same time. So um, we just pretty much treated him as a black canvas. Every piece of uh, work he did, he wore an equimeter, so um Test his uh, heart rate, recovery, stride frequency, all those sorts of things, just to make sure there was nothing untoward on there. And uh, then, um, yeah, we had people in France that were sort of closely monitoring that, so uh, there was, you know, nothing uh, left unturned, and just to make sure there was nothing untoward there. Yeah, so it's not a situation where you just get this horse out of the paddock and you go, oh, we'll just try our best. There's a lot of science and homework that goes into it to get this horse to do what he did there on Saturday. Yeah, and not even that. Like when a horse is listed as retired, uh, Racing Victoria put you through a stringent um, course of tests. He had to jump through a lot of hoops, and uh, he passed all of them with flying colours. And if he hadn't, the owners would have been the first ones to just say, "Pull the plug." They they love the horse. It's actually his favourite horse. So um, yeah, look, he he was you know well and truly uh, run through the ringer and 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 made sure that everything was. Okay, before he was allowed to race. Were you expecting that performance there on Friday? We had Johnny Rocket that was heavily supported, but I guess the way that the 
it all panned out. It, it looked a really nice race for him on Saturday. I actually was confident because he's been racing in races with not a lot of speed, and yeah. but he's been over racing and um, the step back to the thousand metres and the first time he's been in a genuinely run race. Um, yeah, I, I thought that uh, it was a great chance on Saturday, and um, obviously there was a bit of a spruik around for Nick Ryan's horse, and it had uh, trolled up really well. But I thought its trolls had been sort of pretty soft, and I knew we had a very fit horse. So I thought, um, you know, that might sort of uh, be the telling over the last hundred metres. So have you seen his confidence just grow? Obviously, if he had that problem with his heart before, that you just don't know when the pressure comes on that if they really want to do it again. But it, And you see, at a, and you can help me out here because I'm no vet, Gav, but you see a lot of the times when a horse has a heart fibrillation that you just want to, it doesn't matter what code, if it's a standard bread, standard bread or a thoroughbred, you just want to get on at the next start. Yeah, it's a bit of a story. I haven't had a lot of horses with it, so... Yeah. Um, he's shown since day one that he's a, a class galloper and um, he trolled up very well and uh, I was pretty confident going to a, a class one at Ballarat first up but he was just a bit ring rusty and he ran into that give giggles of McAvoy's and uh, he was probably, they nearly broke the track record that day too so um, he probably put the riding on the wall that day that he was sort of you know on the way back and uh, didn't really have too much to worry about there. Were you happy with Spring Eagle the other day at Hobart in that good race? Yeah, I was. He just uh, drew an ordinary gate and um, ended up a long way back. But he sort of got a pretty good run in in running and was able to sort of pinch runs up the inside. And he presented at the top of the straight and I thought he was the winner. But um, he's a horse that probably only does the bare minimum. And um, Jai just said on uh, coming back to scale that he might be a horse that is better with a bit of give in the ground too. So um, he'll probably stay over there for two more runs because there's not a lot here in Melbourne for three-year-olds unless you've got sort of uh, horses good enough to be contesting the Manfred and the Zedative and those sorts of races. I mean, he's just a run below those horses, but um, he's bred down there and he's eligible for for bonuses down there. So that was the reasoning for, for going that way. And he can have a bit of a freshen up after a couple of runs down there and get ready for, I think there's like a, a three-year-old sprint series at Flemington over the winter months. It might be the next generation sprint series or something. And uh, I think he's a, a good horse to be racing up the straight. He, he was pretty luckless in his only run up there. And um, yeah, he'll be a bit of fun through the winter months, I think. And well done to, geez, the Malbec team are going great guns, but it was great to see them get a horse that they purchased at the sales in the done deal. Galloper that they've got, Shiny New Deal, who won um, a rising star heat there at Pakenham the other day. And he looks like that he's well above average there, Gav. Yeah, he is. He's a nice horse. He um, took a long time to sort of come around. He had been through a ready-to-run sale and done deals as a breed can be a bit hot. So it took us a long time to get him to to switch off and relax and all his jump outs. He'd just been ridden quietly. But, um, yeah, he was one I was sort of able to find at the ready-to-runs and they um, backed me in and we sort of went 50-50 in purchasing him. So um, that was good. Yeah, I remember there when I was at your opening day and he was getting paraded. Geez, that was just over a year ago nearly. So you had been patient with him. Yeah, he was very much a work in progress and he had a couple of trials last preparation and trialled well, but just mentally he wasn't quite ready yet. So... Um, we chose to, to put him away, and uh, I think that's going to hold us in good stead going forward. Now, I'll tell you what, mate. 
I tell you what, at the sales, I know you've got the mailbag behind you, but um, the Mornington Glory team. Now, I'm just looking at the ownership group here. My great mate, S. S. Crawford's in it. The superstar assumption boy, Matty Tripp. Anthony Pinozzo owns every other horse in the country. Brett Ratton, the, the former um, North Melbourne and St. Kilda coach, now back with the Hawks, um, is in the ownership. So they would, you've, you've resurrected this horse. So surely they'll be buying you one at the sales. Yeah, I can only hope. Um, well, then you bloody hope so. I'll make sure it happens, Gav. You can't do too well, much for them, eh? That's good. Sometimes when uh, you, you do get those older horses going, people sort of pigeonhole you as uh, a bit of a tried horse. Yeah. Misfit, I guess, and that's not really a tag that I want, but um, that was just our entry point. We've had good success in doing it, and I enjoy doing it too, but I probably need to start getting a few more younger horses into the stables rather than just concentrating on, uh, you know, everybody else's... Uh, well, I'll try and find one in, uh, in New Zealand for you. I don't know. They're all assumption boys, or most of them anyway. Well, Crawford and Trippy are. So, you know, we might call it Hero Hero Hum or, um, I don't know, Mr. <laughs> Carroll or, or I don't know, just assumption. Well, I'll find out. I'll, I'll, I'll work that out for you, mate. But um, surely they're going to look after you. They would have backed it off the map as well, Mornington Glory. So, um, well done, mate. You should be proud. Love how you're living the dream and getting the job done. And it was great to see you get the job done with that, that done deal, Galloper to it, Packetham on a Thursday night. Have you got runners coming up this week? Jeez, the, the uh, weeks go quickly, don't they, mate? Yeah, I've got um, one today, Boston over Lad, yes. and uh, I couldn't tip him. He's uh, He's been a, a very much a disappointment. Um, Mr. More, Traficanti. Mr. Traficanti, he's racing really well, yeah. and uh, he'll be a, a great each-way chance tomorrow. He's had a bit of a freshen up since his last start, and he's sort of... Um, putting his hand up to win one in town and uh, Paperboy will probably go to Caulfield on Friday and uh, we were very happy with his work this morning, so he's coming up well. What about Inordinate? Does he just know how to run a second? He's unbelievable, isn't he? Well, he, he couldn't even figure a second on uh, on Sunday <laughs> at a short quote, but he's a horse that needs cover and it was a yeah. slowly run race and things just didn't work out for him. And in hindsight, Mornington's probably not the right place to be running in because... Uh, they get going down the side there and he can't hold a long sustained run. He needs to get bottled up and exposed late and it just doesn't work for him there. Do you back up Mornington Glory this week? Oh, we've taken a blood off him this morning. We'll just see how that looks. Um, there's not a whole heap around for him unless he goes back to 1,100 metres and he's just he was so brilliant the other day at the 1,000. I'd, I'd say he's more unlikely than likely, but we'll just uh, see how that blood comes back today and follow the progressive acceptances in the morning. All right, mate. Well done. Keep up that great Thank you job. very much. Great work, mate. Thanks for that. Kuro Yanagi has opened up a margin on Colmar, bad to the bone, and Darling. And Kuro Yanagi, she's done everything right on debut, and she's stretching out over the final stages to win by nearly three. Colmar batted on. He was under pressure turning, but he kept finding to hold second from Darling. And so Dan. Kuro Yanagi was so impressive there. This uh, daughter of Written Tycoon on Saturday at Gaul, of course, that was... Her first start, and she trialled nicely at Murray Bridge. She only had the one trial before she debuted there at Gawler, and she was heavily supported, and she won nicely. She's now $15 with Bet365 for the Blue Diamond Stakes. She's trained by Will Clark and, and Nikki O'Shea. And Nikki joins us here on the line. Nikki, good morning to you, mate. Um, geez, she was impressive on the weekend. Were you expecting that? She was heavily supported as well. Yeah, look, we were really. Um, look, you know, she's done everything right so far. Um, she just kind of, we just wanted her to go there and have a good experience more than anything else. And 
you know, I think she did that and she learned a little bit along the way. So we were pretty happy. She wasn't overly impressive, but she, she did it well. So when did you expect her to be, did you, when did you know that she's probably a little bit above average? Oh, look, she was very um, sort of slow to get going, I think, as a breaker and that. But then once um, once she started doing some fast work, she started picking it up really quick. Um, you know, and she was very professional straight away. You know, once she did a bit of evens, it was um, like, like you tripped a switch, you know. She just yeah. started um, picking things up very fast and she's been very natural the whole way, you know. So what's the plan, what's the plan for her now, Nikki? Look, there's obviously there's talk of the blue diamond. You know, we just she's been back at the farm since, so she's just been to the beach the last couple of days, and we're just trying to, um, you know, get her through the run. The ground was quite quick the other day, so we're just trying to make sure she's okay. And look, ideally, obviously they want to go for the blue diamond. We just want to give her the week to make sure she she comes out of it right, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, do you think she's up to that type of class? Are you confident that look, what you've she, seen at home? Yeah, look, she could be, but she's obviously going to have to step up again, you know. Um, so if she comes through, it, through the other day well and we can, you know, push on with her next week, you know, she's going to have to raise the bar again, but um, we think she can. Will she come to Melbourne now for a pro unit of a, a Blue Diamond? Well, that, that's a possibility, yeah. So that'll be three weeks after that run. So that would be, um, that's if she's going to go that path, that's where she'll go, yeah. Yeah, are you enjoying the training with Will Clark and mate? You guys are... Are doing a wonderful job with your team. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Um, we're having, we're doing great at the moment. So it's, it's always great when they're winning, you know. Yeah, hundred percent. And um, you've got plenty of options for your horses as well. You've got Murray Bridge. You've got the farm. Talk us a little bit about that property you've got, and you've also got boxes at Morfordville. Yeah, we do. We have boxes at Morfordville. We're not really using them at the moment, but we'll probably use them to when the carnival comes up, you know, because it's handy to be there. Um, but yeah, I've got the Murray Bridge place, which is going very well. Um, got some nice variety to the tracks and stuff up here, and the horses are going great. And then it's it's brilliant to have the farm down there. He's got it's right next to the beach, and it's a beautiful place. So you know, when they're between runs, they can go down there and just have a nice freshen up, and it really um, can get them back on track. You know. And you've done well, mate. You've come, you came over here for, to be jump shocker. I think back in 2013, of course, we can tell by your accent, you're Irish. And then yeah. all of a sudden, you're, you're becoming one of the hottest young trainers in the in the country. Um, you must be pinching yourself. Oh, look, yeah. Well, look, we're working hard and we're doing well. So it's, it's great. It's, you know, it's what you want to do. So, um, yeah, I'm loving it. Um, any horses that we should be following from your, from your stable heading towards the carnivals? Um, look, we've got a lot of yeah, a lot of horses going there. So um, look, um, I'm not sure what which one I'd tip you. Um, maybe give some lips a nice young horse that we have. He'll be aimed for yeah. those good races during the carnival. Nice three-year-old races. And uh, just if you had a winner for us tomorrow, mate, or on Wednesday, yeah, on Wednesday. Uh, we don't have anything on Wednesday. We've got um, we've got runners on Friday. That little mare. Um, Yes, sorry. You got second to none Friday in the second desert dancing, ballet yeah. Dior and shooting for the stars. Yes, I suppose um, desert dancing on Friday and the maiden she trialed really well the other day. She's going to be, she'll probably be short, but you'd imagine she'll be hard to beat. Yep. Should we have something on that filly for the blue diamond? Have you had something on? No, I haven't. I haven't. I don't want to get carried away. But right, look, if she can get there. Um, yeah, I don't I see why she can't make her presence felt. Good on you, Nikki. Well done, mate. Say good day to Will for us and job well done. Looking forward to seeing what that filly can do next start.
Thanks very much. There's Nicky O'Shea. He's in partnership with Will Clark, and, and um, they're, they're going great guns at the moment. They had another big day there on Saturday. On my Hepburn, Nangar Larry tried to go for an inside run, got chopped out. Dutch Riot, the Victorian superstar, kicked away, and Dutch Riot has won the paws of thunder. Brilliantly over my Hepburn, Nangar Larry, third, Commodore Cos, four. Yeah, Dutch Riot, box number one for the Victorians, and it's not easy to... Travel your greyhound interstate oh, from Victoria these days to Wentworth Park, and we've seen many a superstar dog fail in that that conquest to, to win a Group One at Wentworth Park. But Colin Birmingham was able to do it and do it in spectacular fashion with Dutch Ride to win the Paws of Thunder, and he joins us on the line now. Cole, congratulations, mate! Well done. Oh, thanks, mate. Um, were you expecting that? Obviously, he's a very good greyhound, but he he had to jump. And he had to jump well from box number one because you had some terrific um, speed greyhounds around you. But he, he did everything right there on Saturday. I was all about it was all about what he did going to the boxes. No doubt about that. We were lucky to get box one, and then um, he kind of missed it a bit in his trial and in his heat. And uh, it was yeah, it was critical. He had to come out in the line, and and when he did, we knew it was a big show. So tell us the story behind Dutch Riot, mate. Um, so, yeah, so he, um, he was with uh, the Grenfells for a while, yep. Corey Grenfell, and um, he had a so he had an injury early, a fall at, um, at the Meadows, a fractured shoulder, and had to have some time off. And then he uh, came back, and he was, he was going pretty good. Um, then he came back home. And then he had a um, another injury, a, a uh, kind of a, uh, a little fracture to some some damage to the back of his hock. And um, we had to give him another little spell. And and that little spell, weeks um, since he's come back from that, he's just gone to a new level. And tell us your story in the game, because I remember you as a breeder, but now you get. You're showing Anthony as a party and the likes how to train a greyhound, so you can do it all now, Cole. Oh, well, a good dog makes a good trainer, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, do you enjoy uh, the training side of it? Uh, yeah, it's 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 a nice, um, it's very rewarding when when they uh, put it together. You know, whether it's a group one or whether it's even just you know, it's a three dog that um, you're trying to get right, and they manage to put it together and win that that satisfaction when you. When they do it on the tracks, um, very very rewarding. Was it more rewarding winning a race like the Paws of Thunder on Saturday night, or owning a, a million dollar chase winner like you did with Mystic Riot all those years ago? Oh, they all have their kind of place. Yeah. Like the million dollar chase was like a fairy tale, and then um, probably winning the Melbourne Cup with Anthony was probably with Whiskey Riot. Yeah, with Whiskey Riot, that was the the pinnacle because it was the Melbourne Cup and you you dream of winning the Melbourne Cup. Yeah. Then, but this is too. This is it's very rewarding to do it um, yourself as well. Obviously, it's a, it's it's a nice it's a nice feeling. So, how many dogs have you got in work, and how many are you breeding at the moment? Well, we've got about ten in work. So we've got about ten dogs in work, and then we've got uh, some litters coming through uh, pre-training and breaking in. Yep. So the next litter to Dutch are breaking in at the moment. So no times yet, but they're doing everything right in the bull ring. And, um, and then we've got a, 
uh, some other pups in behind them. There's, there's probably about 30 pups on the property. Okay. And then, um, and then you've got your race dogs, three trainers. There's a few dogs here. Yeah, we were laughing the other day. They were, I don't know who we had on the show, but we were talking about trying to pick out pups when um, they're just born or they're six months old and you go into their to their yard and you try and pick one out. Now, I tried to do that at your property because you had Mystic, Mystic Ride had pups, didn't you? The Million Dollar Chase um, winner. And I picked out probably one of the slowest ones. I picked well, out... we both picked out. We both, neither of us picked out the quick one. Yes. I was studying. Trying... I had the first two picks. I think you had the third pick yeah. and we couldn't get them. <laughs> Has she had any other pups since? What was the other little uh, like? She she's got a letter to an American dog called Need My Money Now. That's um they're probably going to start making it uh, at the end of the month. Yeah, yeah. It's um. So yeah, we, yeah, I think I've got a philosophy with all that. Rarely do you see that the champion bitches throw superstars. It's usually like Miata. It was her sister that was throwing the stars and all that. Yeah. Well. the Dutch's mum obviously was Mystic's sister. Oh, there you go. She, Perfect she was, example. She, yeah. She was she won a futurity in an oak, so yeah. I would say she was Oh yeah. Wasn't unheralded. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point you make, Cole. So how does it work now with so does Ant say, Well, you can't be training too many, mate. You've got to give me a few dogs still. Oh, Ant's very he was very gracious when we when we decided to, to start training them, he 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 uh he had one good dog with us that um he gave that to me to train. So, okay. no, he's just he's just happy. Um, no one, I think, was more happier than him when uh, yeah. when we won on Saturday night. No, you're good people, mate. You deserve all the success that comes your way, and you're building some some resume at the moment. And um, pulls of thunder, Melbourne Cup winning owner, million dollar chase winning owner. So I know that you put in a lot of hours, you put in a lot of work, and um, it's a big job to do what you do, especially breeding these pups. So. You deserve all the success that comes your way. And, um, yeah, so happy for you, Cole. So well done, mate. Where do we see Dutch Wright next? Um, he'll be, I'd, I'd say, he'll either, depends if, he, if he makes the Tim Lee, he'll be in the Tim Lee. Otherwise, he'll go into the Australian Cup heats. All right, mate. Well done. Whiskey Wright should have won the Australian Cup. Can you believe that? You know, Sorry? Whiskey Wright should have won the, the, the Australian Cup. I've never been more confident how he dominated the heats. And the only bloody box draw he didn't want was box eight. Yeah, he he just he just couldn't that that dog just the um the seven he really dog. struggled to draw inside in finals. When yeah. he drew inside in finals, he did super, but he just drew a ton of outside boxes yeah. in finals. He was dominant in the heat. He was unbeatable. I think he was a dollar eighty, and then he started two dollars thirty or forty, despite being from box eight. But it was just a little bit too much for him. But well done, mate. Let's hope you can win a, an Australian Cup. With Dutch Rye. Congratulations. Thanks for your time on Giddy Up, Cole. Appreciate it. Thanks, Gareth. Bubba's Bay shows the way from Breville Dean. Our Kobe Sun takes the gap now. Ten Tookie on the outside. The seas parted for our Kobe Sun. And the favourite takes the lead from Ten Tookie the outside. Our Kobe Sun drawing clear now. Our Kobe Sun by a length and a quarter to Ten Tookie. And Bubba's Bay third. Rebel Dean fourth. Our Kobe Sun was pretty good first up, but J Mac gave it a beautiful ride and it was far too good for its opposition there. On Saturday in race nine there at Rose Hill, turning the tables and Tin Tookie and Angela Davies, who's based there at Gosford. Gee, she does a wonderful job with her small team and she joins us now on Giddy Up's Bet365 Country Racing Hour. Angela, thanks for your time. Congratulations there on Saturday. He's a promising horse, our Kobe son. Yes, thanks, Gareth. Yeah, he's um, 
yeah, it's nice to sort of uh, get that one that just keeps progressing, and he seems to be a very progressive horse. You've got a small stable, but a boutique stable, and you've got some nice horses in your camp. Um, um, you do a wonderful job, Angela. So what's your philosophy in the way that you go about your business and the way that you go about this game? Well, I just, oh, look, you know, I've sort of got the horses at home. We've got, we take a lot of care with them. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I know big stables do as well. Um, you know, I, I don't know, probably it's a hands-on approach where we've got very large boxes and large yards and they can sort of get out in the sun and very few of them, you know, don't eat. They all they all eat. They all have large yards. They lay in the sun. You know, it's probably just, just that extra little bit that probably helps. And I think horses get quite depressed being boxed up in small boxes, you know, in large stables. And I think I wouldn't know one of my horses that doesn't isn't sort of happy and, and doesn't want to just get into their feeder as soon as they're home. And just always happy horses, I think. I think that's... You know, yeah, that's probably the secret. And, and your facilities, I've I've had a look at your website, and I've got people on there who tell me that you've got some um, you've got some wonderful facilities. You point out some big yards there at Gosford, so it looks like it's a a great place to train your thoroughbred as well. Yeah, look, they, um, you know, we've got little grass areas where we yeah. put them out of an afternoon, and and they can run around and play. And you know, you can't do that. It's very regimented. Big stables, they're on the walk, and they're back in a small box. It's you know, they don't sort of get to play around, have a dick of grass and get out in the sun and have a roll and be a horse, you know. And uh, I, th- I think a lot of them can suffer in small boxes. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. And you, we, we had Gavin Bedscott on our show a little early on and he's done a terrific job with some tried horses that have come from stables in town in, in Victoria and he's um, got them out in his paddocks there at Cranbourne and um, he's been able to do a wonderful job with them. But just with our Kobe son, like that was a... It's a benchmark 78 in town there the other day, but with his turn of foot and his record, he's what, four starts or four victories now from seven starts, and he's only missed the place once in his career that he he looks like he's got some terrific racing in front of him. How far do you think he can go, Angela? Well, I'm hoping he'll, he'll get to stakes level. Yeah. You know, I was talking to the owner yesterday, and I said, you know, there's a couple of still nice races for him coming through at Randwick and that on a Saturday. I said... We'll just let him let him see if he can get the twelve hundred, and let's see if he, uh, you know, can just climb that ladder a little bit more in the benchmark. I said, and then we'll give him a, a let up, and then we'll come back for the spring. And by then, even J Mac and I both agree that he's still learning. He's still sort of half overdoing it in the middle stages of his races. And if we just give him that chance to learn a little bit more, I think I think by spring, um, you know, another couple of runs, he might learn his trade and come back a little bit more settled because to win those races, he's got to be settling middle stages yeah. in his races. You know, you can't, you can't sort of do it all the way through and expect to win at that level. So if we give him an opportunity to learn his trade a little bit better, I think he'll, he, he's very possibly makes stakes level. So that was a great sign that he won over 1100 meters there the other day and he sprinted quickly. Do you think that he, if he does learn to mature when he matures and he does learn to come back under the rider that he could get six furlongs? Oh, I think so. I yeah. think so. We'll probably be trying him over six furlongs, probably next start. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, look, just, yeah, trouble is just trying to teach him to settle. Um, you've probably got to keep him in these short, you know, a little bit short races rather than someone asked me if he'd stretch out to 14. I said, certainly not now, no. not right now, but possibly later in his career. Um, but, yeah, we'll just sort of stick to the 11s and 12s at this stage. 
Um, and hopefully, if he gets a strong 12, well, then, he, then he probably will be, you know, a, certainly a chance of being a nice stakes horse. Well, J-Mac reckons he's that bloody good anyway, Angela. He's got the hands to get that horse to settle under any under any circumstances, really. <laughs> so um, it's not your fault if you can't settle. Just blame the jockey. But J-Mac seems to – well, he gets on with most horses, doesn't he? Like, he's two from oh, two. Oh, look, he, yeah, look, you know, he's he's got beautiful hands and – and just the way the way he rides him, you you watch him with his hands. He's a bit lower than everyone else down on there below their withers, and it, I think it just certainly helps him to settle. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, is he the best horse in your yard? At this stage, yes. Caradata's not far behind him. Yes, um, he's a very nice horse progressing forward. Um, he couldn't have been more impressive winning first up over twelve fifty at Canterbury the other week. Um, and I think he'll get a good 1,400, so we're going to try and head for the provincial qualifiers with him. And, so, yeah. And that's, yeah. Not, and that's not easy to do when you're first up over 1,200 metres. I've always found that only the real good horses can do that um, over six furlongs and winner, and especially when you head to a race like that at Canterbury. Yeah, well, even Nash said to me, you know, pre-race, he looked at me and I said, "This horse is ready. Don't worry." I said, "He'll, yeah. you know." I said, "He'll be hard to beat here today." I said, "I know it's twelve fifty. I said, "But I said he's ready and he's done a lot of work." He said, "Are you sure?" <laughs> and I said, "Yeah, I am." You know, he said, "It's tough to win these twelve fifty. You know, twelve hundred, twelve fifties at Canterbury." And I said, "Yeah, definitely." You um, leave, yeah. Nash, you leave. You just do the riding. Leave the training to me. You should have said. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to be too cheeky. You know? <laughs> <laughs> can't be going and telling them too much. Yeah. Hey, uh, what about Coco Dreaming? This is another lightly race galloper from your stable, building up quite the record. Um, three yeah, starts for, nice. for a victory. Can she win again tomorrow? Yeah. Look, she's um, she's placed really well. This is her first go at twelve hundred, yeah. but I think. I definitely think she'll she the way she relaxes in her races she should get twelve hundred you know yeah without a doubt because she will get back and relax and then hit the line so um, yeah she was probably the same as Kobe in his first start she only had uh, the one trial going into that that race and probably just felt the pinch a little bit the last the last bit so we've we've put the work into her you know sort of second up and she should be she should be very hard to beat tomorrow. Yeah, she does look tough to beat. And what race does she go around in that? Last um, is it the last race. Oh, Andrew Gibbons, twelve hundred, yeah, twelve hundred yeah. middle gate um, at yeah. Gosford on your home track. Um, and gate eight can be tricky a little bit at Gosford, but hopefully she can um, get into a nice spot. She usually, well, she gets back anyway, doesn't she? Will she get? Yeah. Will she so, go back over the six furlongs? Oh, you know, as you know, those those gate seven and eights yeah. can be tricky. You can get caught. But with Gosford, it's a long run from the 1,200 yeah. straight down the back, and he's just got to sort of find his way in just before we get round the turn. So, um, look, hopefully, hopefully, you know, I mean, it's always a sticky gate, but home track and the long straight down the back certainly helps from the 1,200. So um, even, if she's, even if she's deep, she's in a straight line. So it's just trying to get in before the turn. You're a bloody, so, yeah. Well, you're a bloody star, Angela. It's great to see you have success, especially. Well, you've always been a great trainer. Your strike rate um, speaks for itself. You've got a small stable, but um, with horses like our Cobra Sun and Coco Dreaming and the like, they turn up and run big races. And um, we wish you the best of luck going forward with those good horses. And even tomorrow with Coco Dreaming, hopefully she can get the job done for you. But we appreciate your time on a busy morning. That's okay. Thanks, Gareth. There's Appreciate An talking to you. There's Bye -bye. Angela Davies. Yeah, she does.